Welcome to the Fisher and Phillips Wage and Hour Practice Group Podcast. This is a podcast that explores questions and ideas associated with employers' desire to pay their employees properly. I am Haygood Ty, and I have the pleasure of serving as co-chair of our firm's Wage and Hour Practice Group. One of the nice things about being in our firm is that we not just get to know lawyers in our firm, but build relationships. And I've built a relationship and gotten to be friends with our guest today, who is Clarence Bell Navis. Clarence is based in the Northwest part of our country and, and is licensed in both Oregon and Washington state. He practices in both of those states and throughout the country and is a very active member of our firm's wage and hour practice group. So I'm delighted that he's here today to discuss our topic. And our topic is tracking hours of salaried exempt employees. So before we get into this topic, Clarence, what do we mean when we say we're talking about exempt employees? We're talking about individuals who are, for one reason or another, uh, don't have to comply with the hourly component, individuals for whom a salary would be appropriate. Uh, and the, the statutes or the regulations that govern whether somebody is or is not exempt, well, we have a federal standard and we have state law standards. We cannot possibly cover all of the various state law standards. They differ so wildly from one jurisdiction to the next. But again, it's those categories of individuals who, are, who don't have to be paid on an hourly basis. And so our discussion today, we'll be talking about what I usually call the white collar exemptions to the Fair Labor Standards Act. And under those, those are individuals who, and really for purposes of what we're discussing, are exempt from the overtime requirements. Is that, is that right? That is correct. All right, great. And so we'll remind our listeners, to, as you said, that they'll need to pay attention to their state laws to be sure they know what sort of exemptions may kick in there. So when we think about our topic, when we think about exempt employees, does the law require employers to track the hours of their exempt employees? The short answer to that is no. Um, as a matter of law, because these individuals are exempt or outside the norms of what are required for um, hourly individuals and can be uh, paid on a salary basis, you technically are not required to track their specific hours worked. Well, great. Why would an employer want to track the hours of their salaried exempt employees? Numerous reasons why uh, it could exist, and, and they differ, frankly, in many ways, as there are, frankly, employer-employee relationships. But some of the common reasons why uh, employers do it is many employers, for example, if you contract with the government in one form or another, may have to account for the hours work in order to support a contract or a task that was assigned out. So for billing purposes, it's not uncommon to track employees irrespective of whether they're hourly or salaried. Some employers may want to track the hours work so they can manage workflow issues or concerns. Individual, just because you're a white collar employee and otherwise exempt from the hourly requirement doesn't mean that there may be ways in which the employer wants to guarantee that there were staffing from a management or supervisory level at different times. And, and those are some of the uh, general reasons why um, employers sometimes track the hours for um, exempt employees. And I guess even and occasionally we come across organizations that also pay some additional stipend 
for hours that are worked beyond whatever the normal work week would be. Isn't that right? That is correct. Okay. That is correct. And so when employers are thinking about whether or not they want to track the hours of their salaried exempt employees, are there risks that you think they should take into account? Well, yes. You know, if it looks like, walks like, and, and quacks like a duck, then it's a duck. Um, and, and truth be told, when um, there are close calls or folks are struggling to determine whether or not somebody actually is exempt, the more somebody looks like an hourly employee, right, the more it looks like that exemption does not actually apply to the situation. Therefore, if you are tracking the hours that an individual works, and somehow that might impact the compensation or, or staffing or whatever else, the more it looks like that person should never have been classified that way. And that then can create exposure to an organization. So an example that jumps to mind for me is if you had a salaried exempt supervisor who was supposed to work, let's just say 45 hours a week and under your schedule and they didn't, and then the company started docking their pay because of their absences, then that might destroy an otherwise valid and exemption. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Again, um, salaried individuals are folks that we would normally expect that irrespective of how long they work in a given work week, that they would be paid their salary for that work week. Now, there may be some specific carve outs that, we, that, that may happen on specific circumstances, disciplinary issues, leave issues, and some other things. But as a general rule, if you work at all during the work week, right, then you get paid. So if you're adjusting pay or comp based on other factors, uh, because you track time and that person has not lived up to that requirement, then again, you run the risk of invalidating the exemption. So I guess to, to sort of wrap it up here, we, if we're going to track hours of salaried exempt employees, we want to be sure they're properly classified as salary exempt. Absolutely correct. Frankly, if you're having a close call or you're struggling with this decision, you really do need to check with your legal advisor to make sure that you're doing it uh, correctly. You do not want a close call being decided on this issue that you had to track the employee's time for one reason or the other. Well, great. Well, Clarence, thank you very much for sharing these insights with us. If anybody listening would like to get more information about this topic, you can contact Clarence Bell-Navis or your employment lawyer with Fisher & Phillips. If you would like more information about any other wage and hour topics, please see our wage and hour blog, the page on our website that's devoted to wage and hour issues, and feel free to sign up for our email distribution on wage and hour issues. Finally, there will be more podcasts like this one on other topics that we hope you will listen to. All of this information is available at fisherphillips.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. This podcast provides an overview of a specific developing situation. It is not intended to be and should not be construed as legal advice for any particular fact situation. Thank you.